All right. Today we're going to discuss um, a very relevant topic to everyone. Everyone thinks about this. Not everyone does it the same way. Not exactly Avis Yisrael. Something related to Avis Yisrael. <laughs> People, it's not, it's not a strike. It's not a strike. It's, not, it's, it's definitely, definitely in the same, same ballpark. But actually, that's my point. My point is that it's not Avis Yisrael. So well, as we shall see. A lot of times parents have a very, very good relationship with their children. The children love them. And the parents love their children. It's going well. And then something happens, and then they, they lose that connection. It's not the same. A lot of times you have friends, very good, very connected, and then something happens, and, and they don't have the same kind of kind of relationship. Sometimes you have a couple, which is, they're, they're, they're a really amazing couple, and they get along famously. And then this, something happens, and it's not the same. Something, something changes. And the question is, how to maintain a, a real connection to someone in a way that, that stays, in a way that doesn't, doesn't get lost? What is it that causes this kind of, kind of discord? Where does it come from and, and, how to, um, and how to keep things going? And you see, in an analogy, in an example that I'm saying, I'm not saying that, there's no lo- that the love is lost. Love is, you could tell that there's still a very strong relationship, very strong love, and yet there is a, uh, something lacking in their in their connection, there's there's something that they're not um, explosions. There's a lot of explosions. So I want to look at this through the lens of the students of Rabbi, Rabbi Kiva that we're uh, mourning for right now. Gomorrah um, says famously that Rabbi Kiva had uh, twelve thousand pairs of students who did not show respect for each other, and they all passed away during this time. It's an argument exactly when they passed away. Till Lagbeimer, after Lagbeimer. I'll get into that now, but they passed away at this time. Why they passed away? They passed away because they didn't show respect for each other. So, obvious question all the Mepharshim wonder about is, Rekiva is the one who taught that loving your fellow like yourself is the principle of Teir. That's the most important thing in Teir. So if that was his most important um, Principle in Torah that he gave to his students. These students weren't just like like you know listening to him you know, externally, but they were really his students. They were really totally there whenever he spoke. How come they were lacking in this arena? You would think they'd be the first people to show respect for each other because they loved each other. They learned from Rikiva how much after how, how much love is important. So why is it they were lacking in the respect for each other? And of course, there are those that say that doesn't mean like they were like you know dissing each other and stepping each other's shoes and 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 uh, you know. They were they were tzaddikim, but so Hashem was careful to Tzadik uh, Gemara. Hashem is very very strict on tzaddikim, and so therefore Hashem is more. But but that doesn't really answer the question. The question is what caused them to um, to lose that respect for Hashem. So human being has uh, two different two different qualities in them, two different uh, qualities, two different. If we have inside of us two things that which, which bring us to different places. We have our individuality. We have, you know, I, I want to be me, and I am what I have to give. And then there is my, uh, my social need. I want to be part of a group. A lot of people during, the, uh, during corona, you know, they, were, they were isolated, and they're people which are naturally introverts. They don't like being around people, whatever. And yet they were suffering a lot. 
they were suffering, even though they're officially introverts and they're into themselves, and, the one, and they're always like, you know, some, some different, different jobs that, that the job like, like, like uh, lends itself to being individualistic and, you know, like, like your creative jobs and stuff like that. There's, but yet there's, there was suffering, a lot of suffering. The reason is because even when people are individual, people are, are individualistic and they are like they're doing their own thing, but they're still, everyone is in need to be part of something. Part of part of a group, part of a shul, part of a group, part of part of an organization, part of something, part of some part of a a a. a and we have both things, both uh, needs, and they're both very strong, both very strong um, uh, feelings. And uh, where do these two feelings come from? What what what, what is the what are the, what's the source of these two feelings? So oh, what's after kum this? I'm so, there, the, in Kabbalah and Chassidus, it says that this, there's two kinds of, of feelings. There is, there is love and there is honor. There's COVID and there's Av. And people think that, that they're really the same. People think that honor is a part of love. If you love, then you have honor. You respect the person that you love. But the truth is that they're not the same. There, in fact, as we'll, we'll see, there's a lot of times they, they, uh, they contradict each other. On the contrary, because you love, therefore you don't respect, therefore you don't have honor. And because uh, they actually come two different places inside the soul. Love and honor come two different places. Who do we love? What do we naturally love? We love our family. Why do we love our family? Because we're all part, we all feel connection to each other. If all we feel we're all part of the same family, we love our family. We all come from the same place. We're all, we're all, we're all one. What kind of people do you like? You like people who you connect with, with under, who understand you, who you appreciate. They have, they have chachmas hachayim, they have life experience, they have, they have humor, you appreciate their jokes, they, they understand you. Those are the kind of people that you, that you like to hang out, those people that you like. Um, but there's also, love has a uh, deficiency. Love has a natural deficiency. What natural, natural deficiency of love? So this uses the term yesh misha'ayev. Means that there's someone who loves. In love is about me. Love is about I, how I feel. Love is about my personality, how I feel. Love is about me. Which uh, the famous example of the Chachmi Amusir, Sosalanter, someone who says, "I love fish." Do you love fish? Everyone you love, you 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 kill them and boil them and eat them. You know, it's not not really love. That's not really love. It's but but no. But 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 love has that that sense of I love. I want to connect. That's 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 what their love is. What's, what's respect? Respect is the opposite. Love and kindness are hectic to each other. You love, and therefore you're kind. You're kind, therefore you love. You're kind to those who you... Someone comes to the shul and need help with something. So I want to, I want to be kind, and I want to give them money. And that's, and that's something that, that uh, is not so easy, but it's something that, that, that I want to do because I want to be kind. But it could be the person receiving the money is actually being hurt by the money. Could be the guy who's supposed to look for a job, and it's, and uh, he's not looking for a job because everyone's giving him money, and he and and the the, the night the real kindness would be would be go over to him and to have a cup of tea with him and to see what's bothering him and maybe talk to him about some job opportunity or to to see to give him some 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 confidence in himself that he could get a job. And other people, um, you know, they're on drugs, giving them money. They're going straight with that money. Then the money's hurting them. But, but a lot of times we opt to do the kind thing because I want to be kind. Um, it's about me. Kindness is about me. I want to be kind. I want to do my mitzvah for today. It's after Davin right now. And before Davin, you're supposed to get stucca. 
Oh, here's someone. Here's he'll be the object of my kindness. It's about, it's about me. Love is about me. Kindness is about me. I want to give. But the opposite is respect. Respect is the opposite of love. Respect. Where does respect come from? Respect comes from gvura. What's what's gvura? Gvura is not about me. Gvura is me judging you. Me looking at you and trying to understand who you are and what you need and where you're up to and what will be good for you. So it doesn't necessarily project in, in, this, in the way that I'm mean to you because I'm judging you. On the contrary, in the analogy I gave about the, the addict and the guy who needs the job, the gavura, the fact that I'm judging, the fact that I'm, I'm judgmental is actually going to help me be really kind. And uh, I'm not talking about the guy who says, okay, this guy is gonna, an addict, therefore I'm going to ignore them. No, I'm, I'm talking about thinking what the person really needs and trying to give that to them. Like, I'm, I'm ready to go the extra mile. I'm ready to go, 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 go more, do more. So gavura is a source of covet. Covet means that you, that you respect who the person is, where they are, and you accept them for who they are, and you give them what they need, what that person needs. Very often people we love, because we love them, therefore we want to say to them things that we hope that they'll hear because, because of uh, our love for them. And that's what the issue with Tunzar Bikiva was, they loved each other so much, and they cared about each other so much, and each of them had a different perspective on what Bikiva was saying. And therefore, they had to tell the other person the truth because they cared. And because they cared so much, they couldn't say it in a way that was, that was uh, respectful because they were very honest people, very truthful people. So it came out in a way that was a little bit abrasive. So on their level, it wasn't considered to be a, a positive thing because they were, they were meant to be on a higher level. In, I think I shared this with you, Remendel Futafas, um, he, uh, this, this chassan, this, this groom, came to him before his wedding is it now a shliach in, in Belgium, Rabbi Shabtai Savatitsky? He asked him in the foot of us for advice for marriage. So Mendel said to him, let, let me see, if, let me see, did you get a ring? Yeah, I got a ring. Let me see the ring. Let me see the ring, make sure the ring's kosher. He takes the ring, he looks at the ring, he tells the guy, do you see it? He's like, see what? Do you see what's in the ring? Do you see the ring? You see the ring? He says, I see the ring, what do you want me to see? See, tell me what you see. I see this is gold. Okay, that's nice. That's not what, not, that you're missing the main thing. It's round. It's round gold. The main thing in the ring is there's a hole. Being married means that you create an empty space in your heart to accept other person for who they are. That's, that's the main component of marriage. That's why the Torah says, um, in Aruch, it says, you're supposed to love your wife like yourself. And, as another line, hold it from the same thing. It says, honor her more than yourself. And the Ramam actually puts that first. To first honor her more than yourself and love her. What's the, what's the difference? Love is about the connection. Love is about your individuality and your connection. Covid is about the other person. Covid is about accepting the person who they are. And, and, that, and that's a big challenge a lot of times for parents. The kids are younger and they're cute and they're, hey, so they're great and you love them, you connect with them. But then they get older and they start and, and what emerges is that there's a lot of differences. They have different perspective on life than you do. And, uh, and, and it's a lot of big challenge for parents to accept their child for who they are and to when give them that space. Huh? When this... At what age? Yeah. I think uh, from the youngest ages you have to acknowledge that they're, they're, their individuality. Acknowledge. Validate. Validate. Honor. Honor. Right. Honor. Um, it, 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 it's a bit of a challenge, uh, but, but Kotzker put it this way. The Gemara says, 
just like people's faces, everyone's face is different, so to everyone's opinion is different. So God's going to have said, if you would go in the street and you would meet somebody who looks exactly like you, and he waves whenever you wave, and he talks whenever you talk, you know, you, 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 would, you, wouldn't, um, you wouldn't exactly like that. It'd be like annoying. Like, well, what's this, what, 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 it's a carbon copy of myself. You don't. So he said, it's just like you want it when you, another person to be themselves, look differently, you also want them to have their own opinion. That, that, that's, or Hashem said to Jewish people, what do I, it's in Medish, what do I ask from you? I ask you to love each other and to honor each other so that nothing, and nothing terrible comes out of you, no theft or whatever. He says, yes, two specific things, to love and to respect. So there are two different energies. There was, there was this couple who was very involved in Kirov, trying to bring someone closer to Judaism, and they brought this person to their house for Shabbos. And there was an issue. And they were talking about this issue in their bedroom. And they're thinking, our guest is in the next bedroom over. It's a, it's a pretty, pretty intense topic. Let's go downstairs into the living room. We'll talk about this in the living room. So that, you know, their guest, this, this lady is visiting for Shabbos. <laughs> they don't want her to hear how they're arguing. <laughs> so they go down to the living room. And they talk. And it was a big heated topic. And they went through this topic for, for a couple of hours. And uh, then they go back to sleep, whatever. But when they go back to sleep, they pass by the kitchen, and they see their guest as they're drinking a tea in the kitchen. <laughs> so, oh, I'm so sorry, we woke you up. No, it's okay, you didn't wake me up. They go back to sleep, and uh, the, their guest, she calls up the uh, wife after, after Shabbos, and she says, you know, I, I really love Yiddishkeit, and I'm so impressed by your house, and I really want to learn more. And, and I want to tell you what impressed me the most. <laughs> what, what impressed you the most? <laughs> that argument you guys had. He said, why is that impressive the most? He said, even though you had differences of opinion, I saw the honor and respect you had for each other. I saw the way you communicated. Yeah, there was an argument, there was back and forth, there was, but there was, there was understanding, there was respect, there was, there was communication. You, you, you gave each other's opinion and respect, you heard each other. Like Mendel Fotofa says, what's the main thing in the wedding? It's the hole in the ring, the space you give to the other person. There, that's the difference between a, a disagreement and an argument. Disagreement means I disagree with what you, what you say. An argument means I disagree with the person who says it. I'm against you. That's, that's different than there's disagreements and then there's an argument. Argument is about you. In, in a Sefer Torah, or for Torah to be kosher, Torah has to have, uh, every Jew has, it corresponds to one letter in the Torah. But also when God gave us the Torah, Shemar Yochai actually said this. Shemar Yochai said, whose Hulu uh, is coming up, like Beimer, Shemar Yochai said, that the Torah could only be, only be given if every Jew was there. And so too with the Sefer Torah, which corresponds, every Jew has a letter in the Sefer Torah. A Torah is only kosher if every letter is there, which means every letter corresponds to one of us. So one's a Torah kosher, a Torah is only kosher if everybody's there. It has to have everyone's individuality. On the other hand, individuality, everyone, everyone has their own letter. On the other hand, if the letters are touching each other, it ain't kosher. It tells you that, yes, there has to be individuality, on the other hand, you think an individual, let each letter touch, let them all connect. No, it can't connect. <laughs> you have to give everyone their space. Connection is, love is about connection. Besides the, the idea of love, there also be something else, a whole different energy. What's other energy? Other energy is that you don't touch the other person. You, you make the empty space for that person. They could be the way they need to be. There was this girl came by with her family to get a, get a dollars every Sunday. And this girl came by the Rebbe with her parents. And she had her doll. Her parents were like, you know, don't, don't bring the doll. You know, you're going by the rabbit. No, no, it's my doll. I need my doll, you know. So uh, they go by the rabbit. They give the do- dollar to the father, a dollar to the mother, a dollar to the girl. 
and then never proceeds to give a dollar to the doll. So, so the Rabbi Groner, spontaneously, you know, like he, he wouldn't do this. Like he was a really, really a great chassid Rebbe. He wouldn't like challenge the Rebbe, but he's like, it's it's a doll, <laughs> and the Rebbe, as if doesn't hear him, the Rebbe asks the girl, "What is your baby's name?" And the girl says, "It's it's Chaim Mushka." So the says, this is, this is, puts a dollar on the uh, on the uh, doll. So this is for Chaim Mushka. Understand what 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 what's going on over here? That's that's shot of of res- of honoring of respecting someone, who they are, where they are, thinking where that person is, and giving them that that sense of of um, of understanding. Um, that's very connected to uh, we learn in Tanya. Tanya, it's just right in the second chapter, it says every single Jew is a part of Hashem, a portion of Hashem. A portion is a very specific word. You respect yourself and your neshama, which is a healthy thing to do. To have self 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 respect. Self respect means that you respect you have a neshama. You have you are you are something precious in you. But equally, you also have to realize that every another person has another neshama. Whereas as in the Zayar, when we daven, the Zayar says that you have to daven with a minion. It's the best way to daven with a minion. Why is the best way to daven with a minion? Even though Chayra prayer is about my individuality, my, my way of expressing myself to Hashem, my personal feelings, as it says also it says in the in the Eishes Chayil, uh, it says her husband is known at the gates. And the Zohar explains her husband's referring to Hashem, and the gates are the gates of everyone's heart and mind. Everyone has a different appreciation for the husband for Hashem, their own their own gates of their mind, their heart that they let the Eibusher in a different way. So diving is about our individuality. So what's the idea of having a minion? If having a minion is, there it says that, that it, it creates this beautiful crown for Hashem. Hashem wants the crown of all the colors. He wants Taka, your color. He wants your color together with another color. And even though your color is, is maybe a nicer color, but the Abisha wants also ugly colors. Why? The Hebrew for Tzibur, which is community, is an acronym for the word Sadiqim Bainim Rashayim. You can only have a community if there are both those, the righteous, the average, and the wicked. If you don't have all the wicked people, it doesn't work. Whereas we learned last week in the Torah about the incense. The Torah says it's 11 spices in the incense. One of the, 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 one of the spices, actually 40% of the spice that was produced to make the incense was chalbana. Everybody, what does it say? What does it say? The Gemara says that if you have a, a, a fast and the fast, everyone's praying to Hashem, the fast is only accepted if you have the sinners of Israel too. Just like the spice had to have a bad smelling spice, had to have the chalbana. So too, Jewish people are only accepted by Hashem if they have the wicked there. If the wicked don't show up, Abish just says, I'm not interested. Where does it say that? Where? Thank you. So, um, the four species of Lulav, right, right, right. But the four species of Lulav, yeah, you're right, the Arava doesn't have any virtues. But the, the Gemara is a little, a little, a little more, more graphic. The Gemara says, you have to have, you have to have the bad smelling guy. <laughs> the Gemara says, you have to have the Russia. That the wicked one, otherwise not a community. Yeah, the community, it's Siddiq and Bainer Hashem, have all three. Yeah. You don't have the wicked guy, it doesn't work. So it's not just you have to have everyone's, people don't have virtues, you have to have also their, their, their insecurities and their deficiencies and their denigrity. That's meant, that's, that Hashem says, that, that adds color to my crown. The Pnei Menachem, the Gerer Rebbe, when he was a child, he, uh, he was once talking to one of his friends during Kedusha. Kedusha was, he was a little kid. So his father, I don't remember who was, who was there before the name of Nachim. Um, I don't know right now. Anyways, he calls over his son. Maybe it was his grandfather. He calls him over. 
and he says to him, He calls over the Pnei Menachem, and he says to him, he says to him, the Abish's crown is missing a jewel. Why is the Abish's crown missing a jewel? And in Ger, they give him the names already when they're children, because the Pnei Menachem didn't, wasn't what was talking during Ketusha. So that's, that's, that's part of the crown. Part of the crown is, is or as Hillel said, Hillel said, which means, if I am not for myself, who will be for me? Which means I have to have my individuality. I have a gift. I have to give my own gift. On the other hand, he also said, if I'm, if I'm by myself and I'm not part of a group, what can I accomplish? Or as they say in America, 1% of everyone is worth a lot more than 100% of me. If it's 100% of me, it's worth less than 1% of everyone because my 100% is only 100. If everyone gives 1%, it's a lot more. So, so um, this is the, uh, what Rabbi Shem said, famous story of Rabbi Shem Yochai. Um, had a student who became very wealthy. And he came back, and all the students were a little bit jealous that the student became wealthy. So he brought his students to a valley, and he uh, says, valley, valley be full of gold coins. The valley becomes full of gold coins. And he says, anyone, there are different explanations of the story. Uh, one of the explanations of the story is, he says, valley be full of gold coins. And the valley is full of gold coins. And all the students are like, about to take the gold coins. He says, take. But if ever you take, you're taking from the world to come. So no one took. Well, why should I take something in this world, which is temporary, and lose out in the world to come? That's a story. That's a story. The Rebbe analyzes the story. Rebbe says, why didn't you just tell them this guy became wealthy? Why didn't you just point? And, he, and apparently he was like wealthy in a way that was like you know like obvious, like he's the wealthy guy. Why didn't you just point out to the student that like, it's not okay to be to to, be, to flaunt your wealth? It's not okay, and wealth is not such a great thing. Why did you bring them all to the valley? It's going to be going down to the valley. And Arab explains, Rishim Yechai was a master teacher. A master teacher is someone who goes down to the level of the student, thinking of where the student is. So he wasn't just like spouting information, spouting terror to them. He says, okay, let me, let me tell you about the wealth. Let me tell you what wealth is about. And, and, uh, and therefore he brought it down to, went down to the value which represents, went down to their level, analyzing where they are and who they are, and, and giving them a message in a way they could understand it. And that's the difference between the students of Yekiva and Rav Shemar Yochoi, who, after all, it, the, the Gemara says there's 12,000 pairs of students, which means pairs means that they, it doesn't say 24,000 students, it's 12,000 pairs. They loved each other so much, they were pairs, they were all connected to each other, and yet they didn't have, the, they, they were missing wasn't love, they had lots of love. What they are missing was their, was their respect for each other. And they stopped passing away on Lagbeim. Lagbeim was coming up this Thursday night, that's when they stopped passing away. Why did they stop passing away? Because of Rav Shemar Yochoi, who was... One of the students of Akiva who did not pass away, who taught a whole different way of learning Torah. He taught us to learn to look at the inner dimension of Torah and the inner dimension of other people, look inside other people and to see the, the value of other people. And that, that perception um, that Rabbi Shemar brought to the world brought a new kind of student of, uh, of Rabbi Akiva and brought, and brought Torah to the world. So bottom line is that there's love and there's respect, and what we've learned from students of Akiva is that love doesn't, doesn't cover everything. On the contrary, love brings challenge to respect. And Hashem, His request of us, this time especially, is to work on not just on the love, but to work on, on the respect, give the other person um, their, uh, their space. Um, oh, so another part of the story, which I should, another take, I'm sure, which is unforgettable. Uh, there is another explanation. Ebb explains 
that the Shimon's not really related to the subject, but it's very powerful and it's rough for moment to us. <laughs> the Rebbe says that um, Rishimah Yechai's unique quality was that he was Teirasim Nasi. He studied Teirah, all he did was study Teirah. So not everybody could do that. So, but not only can that, but it's something we could do. What could we do? We could have a set time to study Teirah. Everyone is allowed and, is, and has commanded by the Torah to set up some time to study Teirah. A set time every day, a set time, a set place to study Teirah. But a person might say to himself, I have my business, I'm responsible, I'm the guy, I'm never allowed to let go because I'm responsible. So even though I'm not, I can't set aside this time, I can't really be, I can't be like, I can't be Shabbos, I can't make Shabbos in the middle of the week because I'm the, I'm the responsible for my business. A call might come in, a text message might come in, a WhatsApp, an email, and I'm the guy who has to, has to deal with that. So, so it might be, you know, a, a barrel has to get a call from some customer and, and, and you know, it's a, he's, he's the guy. So, Rishim says, my students, I want to tell you something about wealth. If you'll be my students, and you'll make the sacrifice, and you'll let go, and you'll put aside a time to study Torah, even though it's, it's, it's taka sacrifice, because you are the one responsible, it seems, but you're not the one responsible. The one responsible is really Hashem. And if you'll go with me on this, and you'll give, me some, and you give some time to Hashem, and you become really a student of mine, and really set aside some time to study Torah, then all the money that you're making won't just have the natural blessing of Hashem's kindness, but will have the supernatural blessing of Elam Haba. There will be not just money from those, this world, there will be money from the world to come. There will be a higher kind of finances, a higher, a higher kind of, higher tax bracket, a whole different, different level of, of, of financial success. As long as you make this set, as everyone said, that every rega, every moment of spending Torah brings hours of success in business. But the key over here is from your is saying that it depends how you spend that time studying Torah. Not just your, you happen to study some Torah, but that there's a, there's a connection there. You, you spend, you spend, so then that's a, so, so according to this explanation, the students took the money. <laughs> they, 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 they learned a big lesson from there. They said, oh, how do we get financial success? By being a student of, a student of Rabbi Shem uh, to set aside time to study. All right. Chazaka Baruch. Mm-hmm.